0: the Lord be with you a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke the crowd asked John the Baptist what should we do he said to them in reply whoever has two cloaks should share with the person who has none and whoever has food should do likewise Even tax collectors came to be baptized, and they said to him, Teacher, what should we do? He answered them, Stop collecting more than is is prescribed. Soldiers also asked him, And what what is it that we should do? He told them, Do not practice exhortation, do not falsely accuse anyone, and be satisfied with your wages. Now the people were filled with expectation and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Christ. John answered them all saying, I am baptizing you with water, but one mightier than I is coming. I am not worthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand to clear the threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn, but the chafe he will burn With unquenchable fire. Exhorting them in many other ways, he preached good news to the people the gospel of the Lord. a drama teacher was uh, teaching his students about acting, and he was trying to get them to realize the idea that they convey the message in their face, you know, so that when when they're doing different scenes in a play, they have to project whatever that scene is on their face, you know. So he used the example of heaven and hell, that their faces should look very different if they're talking about heaven or talking about hell. So he said to the students, when you're talking about heaven, your faces should light up. You know, your smile should radiate, your eyes should look to the skies, and people should be able to see heaven on your face. And he said, and when you're talking about hell, well, your normal faces will do. You know, so the reality is that we sometimes walk around as if we're living, not, not with this joyful anticipation. Today we celebrate Gaudete Sunday. It's the third Sunday of Advent. The rose candle is lit. I get to wear this rose vestment that I get to wear once a year. And we're celebrating this wonderful rejoicing. You know, so the first word that we heard at Mass today and in the Latin Mass, it was always Gaudete. Rejoice. That was the first word of the song that we heard today, and that's how the, the Mass always begins on, on Garate Sunday. That we rejoice. And why are we rejoicing? Because the end is so near. What we have been longing for and wanting for, heaven, it's so near. It's so close that on this Sunday we rejoice. So Aristotle lived a few hundred years before Christ, and he was the one that kind of made this framework for what it is to tell a story. And he said in a the story there's three parts a beginning, a middle, and an end. So think about that three parts beginning, middle, and end. Now back then, in Aristotle's time, the beginning was called a protasis, which basically meant introduction. The epitesis was the middle, the the main action of the story, and the the final part, the third piece, was the catastrophe. That was the end, and the word kind of explains itself. So all stories in that time ended with a catastrophe. Think about somebody dying or some terrible thing happening, and that's like the final big, wow, that's a conclusion. That's not our story. That's not the the Catholic story, the Christian story. Our story is very different than that. So that kind of storytelling prevailed until after Christ, and and after Christ all the way until the the Renaissance era is the kind of storytelling that we're a little bit more used to. So in the 19th century, this it became called what's the definitive, par- uh, the definitive pyramid. And English teachers will love this. I had an English teacher at the last mass that said, I'm such an English nerd, I loved your homily. So if you're not an English nerd, I'll explain it to you. So there was a German guy called Gustav Freitag and he, he divided it into five parts. So instead of having beginning middle end, ending with catastrophe, we now have five parts to storytelling. The first part is the exposition. So the exposition is the introduction. Now for us as Christians, think about, if you think about the whole story of salvation history, the whole world and, and, and our story, the, the exposition, the introduction, was Genesis, the creation of, of, of the universe. It was the prophets for thousands of years telling about the, the, this coming of Christ into our world. It was the 12 tribes of Israel, the people who were waiting and longing for, for the Savior. That was the introduction, the the exposition of our Christian story, and it took thousands of years to tell that story. After that is the rising of action. All of a sudden, you have the introduction, then all of a sudden the story begins to rise. The rising action for us is the birth of Christ. So in Advent, you know the reality is the birth of christ already happened 2000 years ago we're not celebrating on christmas christ being born into our world uh, as an infant today that happened 2000 years ago we've already experienced the rising of the story the third part as you may know is the climax you know that's the epicenter of the story the climax the pinnacle of the story the climax for us is the the, the crucifixion the, the passion death and resurrection of our lord so that's the climax christ on the cross suffering dying and rising we've already experienced the climax of the story of salvation history so that's the third part that you have the the beginning the exposition the rising of the action which is the birth the the climax which is the the passion death and resurrection and then the falling action that's the fourth part so after you've had this climax you have some time of just getting to enjoy what just happened the falling action is the part of salvation history that we're living in and now we've already experienced the climax christ has already come suffered died and risen and we are now experiencing the effect of that the reality of that you know and the, the truth is in advent there's there's three advents you know the the, the birth of christ which they would waited for for thousands of years the second advent is christ coming to our hearts now and the third advent is the second coming so we are in that part now we're in the falling action the waiting for the second coming the waiting for christ to come into our hearts and the falling action you know it's very interesting because during that time, if, if you're a good storyteller, and the falling action, there will be some kind of final suspense. You know, something in which the final outcome is, is kind of in conflict, there's some kind of doubt about the, the final outcome. We're living in that final suspense, you know, where there's, there's some conflict in our lives. Advent's a time for confession, too. So if you haven't been to confession, I encourage you to do that. Um, I was hearing confessions yesterday, and I won't tell you what I heard, but one of the ladies, um, she'd been away from the church for 20 years and uh, and hadn't gone to confession, and she came back. And usually when people are gone for a long time, I say, what brought you back? And so if you think about this falling action, you know, this, this whole uh, conflict or, 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 you know, this, this tension at near the end, she said to me, She thought about it for a second and she said, I think what brought me back was probably watching too much Fox News. (laughs) And I said, what do you mean? And she goes, I've been watching too much Fox News, Father. You know, it's like all about ISIS and terrorism and I'm afraid to get on a plane and I'm afraid to go to big events, you know? And she's like, I think the fear of my own mortality is what brought me back. She's experiencing this reality of this final conflict, you know, before the end. So that's where we're at right now. We're in this stage of the falling action. We've experienced the pinnacle, we've experienced the, 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 the resurrection of Christ, and now we're experiencing the after effects for it, but the end hasn't happened yet. And for us Christians, the end does not end in catastrophe. You know that's not the end of the story the end for us is as we heard in the in the gospel today is good news the end is the good news and the the the, the climax the, the final or coming to an end is a is a French word actually called denouement which basically means an untying of the knot the, the tension comes to an end there's an untying of the knot that for us is the second coming the final end to our story is Christ coming back into this world. And the reality is for us Christians, we already know the happy ending. But that's why we celebrate day Sunday, rejoice. We're rejoicing that the end is almost here because we know it doesn't end in catastrophe. It ends in joy, it ends in heaven. And as we heard in the beginning, you know, that, that, that joke about the drama students, We should be people that walk around and our faces shouldn't show doom and gloom, shouldn't show, shouldn't look like we're living in hell. Our faces should radiate this joy in this reality that we await the good news, that this Gauraute Sunday, we can rejoice because we know the end of the story is good news.